Welcome to the official Ronnie Landis podcast show, where you learn to upgrade the human experience through natural nutrition, lifestyle design, and consciousness engineering. This is no ordinary health or personal growth podcast, and Ronnie Landis is definitely no ordinary host. Ronnie Landis is an integrative nutritionist, transformation coach, and human behavioral specialist. He brings on some of the world's leading thought leaders to deliver to you the most cutting-edge information and unique perspectives so you can create the life of your dreams. Get ready to receive your upgrade in all you believed was possible, starting now. Welcome to another edition of the official Ronnie Landis podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Landis, and before we begin today's incredible show, I want to share an upcoming program I am launching in mid-March, which could be exactly what you're looking for to take your life in every way to a completely new level. You see, over the last year, I have received more requests for personal coaching in the areas of creating optimal health experiencing transformational breakthroughs, and reaching one's highest potential in life than ever before. The coaching work I have done over this last year has been exceptionally powerful, and the results my clients have received has truly and profoundly blown me away, to say the least. As I have deepened my work with my one-on-one clients, I realized there was a major limit to the amount of highly dedicated individuals I could serve and support through this work. Because of this, I decided to create a highly specialized group coaching model that would foster an exclusive, highly supportive, and co-creative environment that helps each person reach their ultimate goals in life and highest expression of vibrant health. This is an eight-week experience called the Breakthrough Transformation Program, and it's designed to ensure each participant receives all of the support, information, and practical tools necessary to reach a place in their holistic life they never knew was possible. I will be personally taking a group of 20 people every week through a deep learning curve into the unexplored potential and helping them to accelerate the integrative process of self-mastery. This program will focus on specific areas such as creating invincible health strategies, cutting-edge nutrition strategies, emotional and mental mastery, overriding poverty consciousness with prosperity consciousness, accelerating learning modalities, becoming a truly empowered leader, and building a successful coaching slash service-based business, and trust me when I say so, so much more than that. This program also will include a three-day live event, which is going to be following the online coaching program and an opportunity to join me for a private Hawaii immersion experience. This program officially begins March 15th and will only be open to the first 20 people who register. So in order to discover if this one-of-a-kind coaching opportunity is the correct fit for you and your goals, please shoot me a quick message at Ronnie, R-O-N-N-I-E, at HolisticHealthMastery.com. 
Again, that's Ronnie at HolisticHealthMastery.com. I'll respond back to you, um, and then we will carry the conversation on from there. Okay, so diving headfirst into today's episode of the official Ronnie Landis podcast show, we have a really special episode for you today, one that we have not been able to do up until this point, likely because... I had not had this particular individual on until this moment right here, and I'm so excited about this one. My dear, dear friend Noah Lakshmi is going to deliver to us a very interesting message surrounding conscious, um, holistic astrology and cosmology, and from a very interesting angle. This interview, I was re-listening to this, obviously, before recording this quick intro for all of you to kind of give you a post-interview caption on what to expect, and a lot of interesting things were coming up that I had actually forgotten about because this was, this was recorded a few months ago. And so it actually brought me back into consciousness around certain things that her and me dived into and actually some of the interesting history that her and me have had together recently and a lot of the things that we have been discussing about collaborating on together and bringing our unique work together and helping share it with the world. And one of the things that this interview she particularly focuses on is something that she actually helped me out with on a personal level, which is this idea around shame and not not being motivated to do good work in the world or to heal our body or to adopt a nutrition program or lifestyle upgrade or whatever it is out of shame or guilt, but do Doing it from a place of love, knowing that you are the greatest investment in your life. And if you come from a place of love, then you are in alignment essentially with the creator's intent. That's kind of the way I think about it. And also from an astrology perspective, it gets interesting when she starts talking about this idea that the planets in orbit are essentially a, a, a macrocosm reflection of the microcosm within us. So for example, when things like Mercury retrograde is happening or the, the lunar cycles, when we have the, the waning cycle, the waxing cycle of the moon, we have a new moon, we have a full moon, the cosmological influences that it has on the body of water within the earth is affecting our body of water physiologically and, and hydrologically if you if you kind of follow out my 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 train of thought here our body is mostly a body of water so hydrologically speaking our body is being affected by the moon cycles in the astro- astrological coordinates. And from her explanation on one of the parts in the interview that I think you're going to find interesting, she talks about how the cycles of the, the, the orbiting cycles or the moon, however, it's very, it's simplified so everyone can kind of understand. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of driving it a little more complicated. Um, but I, I own that. I, I, I admit that. Um, it makes sense to me. Um, but anyways, the, the point is that 
our bodies and our energy cycles and our, our chakra systems and our neurology, our brain waves and nervous system are actually being affected by the moon and by the planetary alignment in the, 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 the um, fluctuations, if you will. So I think it gives a whole new kind of approach to what we might term astrology. I think Noah's work goes a little bit deeper, but not in the realm of complication, just in the realm of consciousness and sophistication. And she flushes a lot of the things that oftentimes can be kind of woo-woo, can be, can be out there, a little more esoteric and ungrounded. She has a really great way of kind of grounding these things out in very simple, practical terms. So it actually makes sense to somebody, and it's, and it's practical, meaning that you can practice these principles and ultimately you treat yourself from a place of self-love so in times like mercury retrograde for example people are very fearful and they're they're worries they're worried about traveling they're worried about technological issues they're worried about making investments or making decisions and that may have some merit for sure however we don't want to be in a state of fear and we don't want to be controlled by the by the astrological influences We want to actually be empowered by them. And if we kind of know ahead of time some of these, these, these cycles, like the lunar cycles, for example, we can use those time windows to our advantage and actually ground them in opposed to getting caught up and getting ungrounded and fearful and and all that kind of thing. So anyways... I think you're going to really enjoy this interview. I'm listening to the whole thing over because Noah is quite a brilliant individual and I like to hear her perspectives. And also, this is just an incredible interview uh, in of itself. So enjoy this conversation between myself and Noah Lakshmi. Noah Lakshmi is a lover of life who is dedicated to her work as a channel of divine wisdom and a bridge that merges spirituality with the physical world. Noah is an intuitive astrologer, an inspirational speaker, a passionate creatress, a yoga teacher, an empowering life coach, and a spiritual guide. Noah believes in the transformational powers of love, especially self-love which is the foundation of her work in the world. She touches and upgrades the lives of individuals by teaching them how to holistically nurture every aspect of themselves and tap into their soul's essence, activating their full potential as human beings. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ronnie. Hi. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's always fun to hear somebody else um, saying my bio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It always it's always a great little energetic uh, setup, and um, I know the feeling. Yeah, it definitely opens up the gateways for some really juicy and uh, exciting kind of uh, you know waves of uh, insight or content that's going to come through. And I know with someone like you. There's going to be some juicy and magical stuff that we dive into, especially with the topics that we're going to go into. And um, there's no one better, especially in the terms of like the intuitive astrology, than to have you on. So I'm excited. 
Yeah, I'm excited too, and I'm also super juiced up after just doing a reading. So I'm, mm. I, I schedule this this interview just because of that. It's like, oh, after a reading will be the best time to do an interview. Nice. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, you know, to start us off, before we dive headfirst into the nitty gritty of your work and um, the wisdom that you have. I'd love for you to just maybe sum up the best way you can. What is the core work you do as a coach and educator? Mm. Well, I I like to, like you said in the intro, the foundation to everything that I do is, is self-love and helping people to develop the most loving and intimate relationship with themselves uh, and being an integrated human being, that's like the most important thing I feel for us uh, during these times of just so much chaos. And a lot of people are opening up spiritually, um, but not so much in touch with the physical world. Um, and then we've got the flip side of that. So I feel that for me, one of the greatest missions and something that I'm passionate about is helping people to integrate and to really start acknowledging that the physical body is our vehicle for spirit, that those two are not two separate things. And using all the tools that I have, if it's nutrition and yoga and holistic lifestyle and astrology, and put that all together and help people to be their best selves and live from a place of embodying their soul's essence, which I feel a lot of people are not in touch with. Mm. When you say the soul's essence, um, can you dive in a little bit more into that? There's some people listening that may or may not be familiar with that terminology. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's see, how do I put it into words? Uh, the soul's essence. So as physical human beings on this earth, um, there's a lot of things that, a lot of identities, so to speak, or personas or things that we just do as human beings. And we've got relationships, we've got our jobs, we've got our careers, uh, we've got money, we've got sex, we've got um, food, we've got just like so many things as human beings. And those things are constantly constantly changing i mean that's just the the uh, the basic understanding of reality it always changes we see it in nature we see it in our lives but there's one thing that remains untouched and some people refer to it as the source god spirit and for me all those words come back to each individual soul's essence, which is very unique. We all have our own unique soul's essence. That's like the blueprint. That's like the the soul signature that each person has, and um, that's untouchable. It, no matter no matter how no matter what happens in your life, no matter how many changes you go through on the external level. There's this quality to you, there's this essence to you that remains untouched and nothing can really touch it. And that's where the power really lives within each and every one of us. And if we know and if we learn how to tap into that power, 
then we are able to operate in this reality, in this world, with all the chaos, with all the things that are constantly changing without feeling chaos on the inside, without losing our shit, so to speak. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we are in touch with our soul's essence, which is untouchable, and it's very unique, again, to each and every individual. It's it's a gift that we've been given, and it's our responsibility to um, shine that gift, to shine that essence into reality. Mm. I love that. And you say that we also have to use our physical body as the vehicle, essentially, to anchor in our essence and really what our gift is in the world. So from the spiritual perspective, I feel that a lot of people either focus on one or the other, but oftentimes people will forget to actually to physically integrate them together. Um, so we can actually live a fully embodied life, um, where it's, we're not so much disembodied in our head, I guess. Absolutely, 100%. This is something I'm becoming more and more and more and more passionate about in my own journey. And what I see in the world is is the lack of uh, education or uh, knowledge that our physical vehicles, our spirit, there, there is a miss, a huge misunderstanding, um, and uh, you see it a lot in the spiritual community, actually. Yes. That there's a huge misunderstanding that the body is less than spirit. <laughs> Let's just focus on um, developing my spirituality while I don't take care of my body or I don't see even just some people can take care of their bodies, but they still don't understand that every single cell in the body itself is spirit. It's not two separate things. And we are entering this phase in our collective reality where that is just a fact that that that, that people embody and understand. And they start treating the body and our physical vehicle as divine, as spirit. It's not something to, oh, I'm just going to worship spirit and divinity, but not including my body in that worship. Like That's the first thing that needs to be worshipped because it is the, the most incredible piece of real estate <laughs> that you'll ever own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I find that it's very difficult to assume an attitude of gratitude if your body is constantly in pain. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and for me, the work that I do is really take it to the next level of, and not from a narcissistic place, but from a place of devotion. Like when you love something so much that you are devoted to it, that for me, that is the expression of love in the highest form. And that's where I aspire myself to be and others in the place of devotion to my body and just to who I am, which is not just the body, but it's, it's my heart and my feelings, my emotions. Everything that makes me me is something that I, I devote myself to. Mm. That's beautiful. As an, as an act of love. <laughs> as an act of love, yeah. Right, right. That's actually a good point. Um, as an act of love opposed to an act of like obligation or guilt. So a lot of people are motivated in the health world or even the spiritual world, oftentimes out of guilt or shame, not, but not always from a place of true love. Yes, that's an incredible point. Absolutely. And that's something that I, in my own journey, 
um, have learned in the last few years. But you know, it's like whatever pulls people into it. Yes. You know, I started I started yoga because I wanted to look better. You know, so we all have our drives. For a lot of us, it does start from a place of I want to lose weight or I want to look better, or it, it might be like a quote unquote superficial reason. Mm. Um, and sometimes on the spiritual journey, there is that. Um, factor of oh guilt or i'm not doing my practice and there's some guilt around it at the end of the day whatever pulls you into doing it and then everyone on their own journey realizes well i'm actually doing it because i'm devoted to my myself and and my and my life and that's when yes. we, we shift we shift gears mm. it, it shifts gears yeah I love it. I love it. Okay, awesome. This is a really great setup. It's only been 10 minutes. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you, because so much of your core work is surrounding like cosmology and astrology, right? And yes. I want to know how does this is going to be, I want this to be the central focus. We can, we can go anywhere we want to go with it, but I've never had this topic shared on this show, which is one of the reasons I was so excited to finally get to have this conversation with you. I guess the best place to start is, how can astrology be used as a tool for healing? And with that question, it's probably helpful for all the listeners to get a get a dose of maybe what astrology is from your perspective if they're not familiar with it. Okay, yeah, excellent question. So astrology, one of the things that I love to do is to demystify astrology or the topic of astrology. I feel like I was put on this planet to demystify a lot of things that may perceive as out there or spiritual and or I just do this if I'm a spiritual person. And it's like, no, astrology is is our timekeeper. It's a very practical, scientific, actually, mm-hmm. uh, tool. And for me, astrology is ancient wisdom. And for us to learn how to use this ancient wisdom is very crucial, especially during these times of immense transformation that we are going through individually and collectively. And basically, my understanding of reality and I know everybody has their own perspective. This is just my own flavor. I don't see anything is out there, meaning our solar system and all those planets, those bodies in space are merely a reflection of our own internal reality as a collective. You can even see it with uh, planets that get discovered, like we've got a few planets in our solar system that were discovered just in the last few hundred years. And, and you see what, what took place in the world during those times, and you can see a correlation mm-hmm. of whatever the events that were taking place and those planets that were discovered at the exact same time, meaning it's whenever our consciousness opens up to see something as a collective, that's when we discover new aspects in our solar system. So there's a constant dialogue between our own internal reality here as a collective and whatever is happening, quote unquote, out there. And when we start learning how to communicate with, with, 
with those bodies in space, which is at the end of the day, just how to communicate with ourselves, with our reality, then we receive a whole new layer to our existence and our reality. And it's, um, I like to give the example of, it's like the cosmic weather is to see what waves are, are happening currently in this ocean of, of existence. And it's like learning a language. Mm. And when we, when, when we learn the language in, in a foreign country, um, it's a lot easier to navigate through the, through the, through that country. So mm. I just see astrology as a language that you don't need to be an astrologer at all. You don't need to be an astrologer to know how to um, speak the language. Um, it's enough to just know a few things or even just know an astrologer or just have that as a part of your life just to be connected to the greater fabric of, of reality, to know that it's not just this physical thing, I'm, I'm going to work, I do my thing, I go to sleep, I wake up, and that's it, nothing else exists. Right. Because, Yeah. Mm, so it's like a, it's a, it's a, uh, hmm. it's a different, I like the way you said it's a type of language. And once you learn the language, then you can start to interpret it um, in a way that relates to you in a way that you can understand. And I kind of look at it too, like it's, it's a, almost like a way of loosely scientifically packaging magic in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things that I so love about astrology and that I, I, I keep finding it so fascinating. It's a perfect combination of right brain, left brain, of a theoretical, out there, spiritual, cosmic, whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, it's rooted in, in, in practical matters like astrology goes hand in hand with astronomy like when i started diving deeper into astrology i realized like damn i need to learn a lot about astronomy like to really learn what are those planets really because the interpretation that astrology has given planets and 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 whatever aspects are all rooted in astronomy and back in the days when ancient ancient astrologers really created all of this they they didn't have google they didn't have all this stuff they did the research they observed the cycles Mm -hmm. of those bodies in space and everything in life is operates in cycles and so there's this a beautiful combination of right brain left brain of spirituality and practicality and that's one of the reasons why I find astrology so interesting, so fascinating, fascinating, and also extremely helpful. What um, What are some of the reasons that your clients would want to do a reading for you? What are they seeking? Oh, that's just whew, that's a variety variety yeah. of things. And and when I when I do a reading with somebody, I always start by asking them how can I be of service to them first and foremost because I have my ideas of astrology and why I do the reading, but I always ask the person, and it really varies. I mean, most of the people that I attract, um, they are looking to deepen 
their their spiritual understanding of themselves um, and to really dive into their soul journey, which my astrology is all about that. Um, but sometimes, you know, people also just have questions about what's going on in my career, what's going on in my relationships. Um, they want to know why is there so much chaos in my life right now? Um, what is my next step? Mm. Um, if there's a big decision coming their way, uh, is it the best timing? Because astrology can really mm. help us with timing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I get a variety, variety, variety of questions, like, all across the board. Do people find that they often will, through your work, will uncover things about themselves or about their direction in life that was totally different than the intention they had going into it? Yeah, yeah, it happens actually quite often. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> quite often um actually just yesterday i had a reading um and i i think i even said during the reading like oh you thought this was just going to be an astrology reading or something like that because it, it a lot of times and it really depends on the person but a lot of times it turns into almost like a healing session because because there is this mm-hmm. uh, there is this this doorway when I'm in this space with a person to to talk to their soul and and to bring the the voice of their soul um, onto the surface. So sometimes there's emotional release, like people start crying, um, and there is this like, oh, I I just thought I came for an astrology reading. <laughs> <laughs> And so it really depends. And for me, it's like I don't have any agenda. I don't have any plan. I can feel sometimes the person before they come. Uh, but then I, during the reading, if I feel there's, there's an opening to that, opening, the space is open for that, then it just goes there. And it's, it's a beautiful mm. thing. Yes, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay, so that, I think that leads into the next segue here, which is... Um, in your perspective, what is the ascension process and how can astrology help us with this? Mm-hmm. So we again, another thing of like demystify a topic or a theme that has been, um, has been highlighted in the last few years. And you see a lot about a lot on that topic on YouTube and the session process. And I know a lot of people, some people that may be listening are familiar with the term. Some don't have any idea what we're talking about. And to simplify it, the ascension process is us transforming and discovering the truth. Mm. That's how I see the ascension process. It's not this like mystic mystic thing, and that is only saved for those that meditate seventeen hours a day. Um, Some people are going through an ascension process without even knowing what's what's going on, and the ascension process is the process of deep healing that a lot of us are going through right now. And it's the deep healing that we are doing, not just for, for just ourselves, but it's, it's a healing 
of generations that came before us and our families and ancestors, it's, uh, they didn't have that access. They didn't have that, um, the tools that we have now to really go into the, this healing process and finding our soul essence. And we get a chance to do this in this lifetime where we don't need to survive. We don't need to fight to survive. We don't have to, um, some of us, us that are fortunate and have been blessed with lives that don't require us to, to be hungry or to be sick or to fight for our lives. And um, we get to do this work together um, in order to transform reality, mm-hmm. in order for us to create a world that is an utopia. I mean, that's what we are, always talk about, a world that everybody is, is happy and, and joyful and everybody has all the resources that they need. This is the ascension process. This is where we are heading towards. But in order to do that, we've got to go through our own process of healing and integrating, and we are in the midst of that right now. Mm. And so astrology, by really understanding the cycles and possibly getting like um, guidance from somebody like you, somebody would be able to, somebody that's going through this, their ascension process and going through this deep healing, I imagine that the astrology could assist them in, um, I guess, just understanding what cycle that that person may find themselves in right now. Yes, absolutely. There's one aspect to it is um, part of the ascension process, going back to that for a moment, um, like I said, people that have no idea what it is, but a lot of people are waking up right now and feeling like there's more to life than this, right? Like um, the nine to five is not satisfying anymore. The relationship is not satisfying anymore. People that have, um, have pursued dreams that were never there to begin with Mm. and are waking up it's like I really actually didn't want to have this husband and you know in the house and whatever is going on in this job and again waking up to the truth it's like this is not who I am this is not my truth and this is part of the ascension process and it can be very painful and it can be very confusing for people and astrology can come in when somebody's going through all this chaos and confusion, astrology can come in and really help assist and guide a person through that process. Because the chart, the reading, when I look at somebody's birth chart, the birth chart is the soul's original intent. Mm. So when somebody wakes up and like, oh my God, I've been doing this job for 20 years or whatever. I hate it. I hate my life. There's something else that I feel called to do. And sometimes people have the clarity of of where they want to go, and sometimes they have no idea. And when I look at a chart, I can point out a few aspects to somebody and like, guess what? You are a healer. You are a psychic. There's there's things that you have suppressed within you that, that you're just not in touch. You're not in touch with them anymore. And this is actually something your soul wants to do. This is something you've been wanting to pursue, but you've been... You've blocked yourself. You have suppressed those voices. 
So astrology can just unravel all that and reveal a lot of um, mysteries if a person is in this place of confusion and, not, and, and uncertainty. And then the other aspect of that is, of course, is the cycles, is to really see like if somebody doesn't know what's going on and they don't understand what's happening to them. And that can be very scary. That can be very scary when you don't know. And that person comes to do a reading and I can see the cycle that they're going through. And to just give them that reassurance that you're not going crazy, it's <laughs> just, it's, it's an initiation that you're going through. It's something mm. that you are, um, it's a new phase that you're entering in your life. And to just, to just hear and feel the, the relief that people receive from that, that by itself can be a game changer for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've had those those um, moments of relief in my own life when I've done certain readings or I've gotten those little junctions of clarity from uh, somebody that does similar work. It might be human design. It might be a form of astrology at some point when I wasn't sure what was going on in my world and it seemed like everything was falling apart, um, metaphorically anyways. And so, mm-hmm. I need, so I need a little bit of clarity. I need to kind of get a little handle on the situation so I wasn't, I wasn't stuck in my head. You know, that, I think a lot of times that, that is really that sigh of relief is when we loosen up the grip and, and re-embody inside the body and, and drop outside of the mind. Absolutely, because and here's what's coming up for me right now with the readings and and experiencing in my own life too with readings or certain sessions with different people that gives you a permission to just be you, right? And having the experience that you're having because there's no education in our society when it comes to spiritual evolution to waking <laughs> up. Like, do do you hear about that in in, in the news? Or do you do you, um, do teachers teach that in school? Of course not. So people get to a place where everything feels like it's falling apart, like you said, and they feel they think they're going crazy. And sometimes it goes to the extreme of people actually go to doctors or psychologists or psychiatrists and they get pills mm-hmm. because you know you're crazy and you're depressed or you're this and you're that. And it's like no, you're actually waking up. Yeah. You know, and I look at a chart and it's like, Mm. of course, you know, your soul is going through like a massive transformation, but the doctors are telling you you're going crazy. So the, the, the reading astrology or whatever the modality that you use, it gives you a permission to just be you and embrace and, 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 and accept and have compassion for yourself and this human journey. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Um, hmm. So with with that, um, I think this connects pretty well into it. You know, talking about ancient wisdom that has been suppressed to take the power away from the people. Yes. You know, let's dive into that. Yes, absolutely. And it definitely ties into all this because, you know, back in the day, um, thousands of years ago, all, all people in power positions, kings and, you know, whatever, they would not do 
anything without consulting an astrologer. Mm. And even um, the president, I believe it was Reagan, he had an astrologer on staff. <laughs> You, you you can you can research that. I, I've she's, heard she's that. out yeah. there. Yeah, he she he had an astrologer and stuff. He did not move a finger without consulting with her to the minute. Like she would give him a specific time to take off on a plane, and and I mean, and that can be extreme for sure. And nevertheless, um, people back then thousands of years ago, they knew and they acknowledged how powerful astrologers were and how powerful astrology is. Mm. And then the Catholic Church came, <laughs> just like so many other things, and they suppressed it because they knew and knowledge is power. And if people knew how to read the stars, and if people knew if people had access to that knowledge, that wisdom, then we can control them. So astrology became this like woo-woo witch, witchy thing that, you know, if, if you practice that, you're a crazy person or um, even went to the extreme of astrologers were put in jail or got killed, you know, just wow. like witches or anything else mm. that 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 the catholic church back then but now it's even our government that they want to suppress all these power tools because when people have that power they can be controlled but it's really interesting how astrology is becoming more and more um like a mainstream thing and people are seeking that more because it's now with the ascension process and this awakening process, a lot of those modalities are coming back into the forefront of our lives. And people are starting to be more open to it and starting to receive it. And not only that, they're starting to seek it. Mm. So it's all part, it's all connected. And you can see it in the astrology too, by the way, of, of this huge awakening process that is happening and this big cycle that we're in. Um, and, and it's like a, a cycle of, 2,500 years. It's not just like, you know, a two, three year cycle. So like I said, we are in the midst of it, literally ushering a complete new reality, a complete new phase in our world and humanity. Right. And so in other words, we are talking about the collective awakening. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Absolutely. So I, for so many years, um, it's just like being asleep. So, of course, no uh, Catholic Church, the governments, people in power positions, they didn't want astrology to to be accessible. Because, it, if again, if it's accessible, then people can actually wake up. Somebody that is asleep that goes and do a reading with an astrologer that can tell them, like, wake up this is what you are meant to do here. That's a person that is, is powerful again, like an, as an astrologer or whatever, if you are a healer, whatever modality that you use, one of the job as a healer is to give the person their power back. Mm -hmm. So here you go. You've been asleep for 20 years. Here's your power back. Now go ahead and live your life. Mm -hmm. So if you get, a bunch of people doing that and societies and humanity doing that, then not, they cannot be controlled. 
So of course, there's, a, there's some people that don't like that idea. So we're seeing that, we, we are seeing that awakening happening and more and more we're going to see that and there's going to there's gonna be a big shift in reality as we know it. But it all starts from each and every individual claiming their power back. If it's tr- through an astrology reading or whatever floats your boat, but just get in touch with your own power. Hmm. So let's say somebody does a session with you and they have uh, they have a breakthrough moment. They get clarity on kind of their they get a little more clarity on what their their uh, authentic path is. Yet they're not totally sure how to switch out of let's say the job, the occupation that they've been doing that they no longer have any relevancy towards um, maybe it's a relationship or it's their health perhaps are there any practical tools that you've used to help people navigate their way out of what they're doing or to just give them some steps where they can anchor in some of these new insights that they're getting Mm -hmm. well um, sometimes in a reading I'll I'll point out a few things um, that they can start doing to assist them in the process of, of the transformation or whatever changes that they need to implement. And sometimes, and that's what's so, um, it's fun for me that I don't, I have so many other tools and sometimes people will come for a reading and then we'll end up doing more work together because I do, I offer spiritual guidance and I offer lifestyle changes and some people can do the can do it on their own and some people need their hand to be held mm. and so um and so yeah I've, I've i've had readings where there's so much comes up and um if it's at the end of the reading or a few weeks later where i get in touch with that person again or they get in touch with me and it's like i i need help you know i i need support during this journey i can't just do it on my own and if it's the diet thing nutrition lifestyle uh, whatever it is uh, that we can work together, and for me, a lot of it is based on on that the spiritual connection, the spiritual work, and the development of a, a more loving relationship with themselves. Where I feel um, I find a lot of people need help with that. Mm. That it's not just a concept of like, oh yeah, okay, I'm going to start loving myself more. But well, how does it really look like? What what can I actually do on a daily basis that can help me? develop that relationship with myself and this is something that I have dedicated myself to and still learning so much on this path Um, and it's just it's such a great gift to be able to assist people on that journey because that that is really the foundation for for a person to implement changes in their lives and for those changes to be long-lasting changes there need to be a foundation like I said at the beginning where your relationship with yourself Everything that you do is from a place of devotion to yourself, the love for yourself. It's not like, oh, I've got to eat good because, you know, I don't want to be sick or I've got to go to the gym because, you know, I want to, I want my ass to look great. <laughs> it's like there's, there's this level of devotion and, mm. and it takes time. It takes time. I mean, we don't, again, we're not taught that. Mm. So being devoted to yourself and your self-improvement and your self-love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all those changes that need to happen, it's, um, it, it's not such a struggle. It's not just such a challenge, you know, even things like getting out of a relationship that is toxic or just a relationship. It doesn't even have to be toxic. Okay. A relationship that is just stale or you're not happy in a relationship. Once you develop this sense of love for yourself and appreciation and devotion, you also realize like, I can stay in relationships that don't feed me, that I feel dead. And it's like that, that change or that the taking a step towards that change becomes more natural. It's less scary. We just develop those muscles and some, some of those changes require lots of courage. And I have found that during the process of, of loving ourselves and devoting ourselves to ourselves, there's a sense of courage that comes with it as well. Like I, I'll, I'll do whatever I need to do, whatever it takes to be fulfilled and to be happy. Cause at the end of the day, we know that that's, that's how we can be of birth service to everyone else. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not a selfish thing to be devoted to yourself. You're actually devoting yourself to God, to humanity to everyone else. Yes. Yes. Fully, fully, fully. Uh, so what I'm curious, what is your, um, you have a 40 days to self mastery program. Mm-hmm. What, what is that all about? Well, that is the, like kind of the, a little bit on the on the starting on the surface because 40 days is the beginning and then it goes deeper but for me it's like a way to initiate um human beings and and make them Mm. jedis and and really make them light workers and i have um i've taken astrology and kundalini yoga which is another tool that i use it's a very powerful practice and uh, a cleansing process that I take people through. And it's 40 days where they are given a certain practice to do that is a kundalini practice, which, is, which assists in the cleansing and the purification of the body and mind. Um, and then we go through a process of actual cleansing when it comes to food and teaching people how to eat cleaner, more pure, and to get in touch with what their body really needs and to get in touch with what the body is asking. Um, there's a 10-day liquid cleanse in between uh, during that 40 days. And um, there's a preparation period and transitioning out of the cleanse because I have, I've seen so many times in people that just throw themselves into a juice cleanse or into a liquid cleanse and it's way too drastic. Mm. And so I've built this gradual way of preparing the body and the mind actually to, to do a liquid cleanse and then transitioning out of it and building uh, a foundation for a long lasting changes where it becomes a lifestyle. It's not just something that you do and you forget about, but it becomes your lifestyle. The Kundalini yoga is there to support the process. And during those 40 days, we work on that relationship with oneself and different practices of self-love and starting to connect to one's heart. So cleansing the body, cleansing the mind and opening the heart all at the same time. And all those threads 
bring us back into my soul's essence. Mm, that's really beautifully put. You know, that makes me think, um, to ask you, what are some of your favorite health-based protocols? Um, be more specific. Like, you know, what, what are some of your favorite, uh, health, um, health protocols in terms of like, or a better way of saying it is what is, what is your personal health protocol look like? Or your, you know, your, your nutrition kind of, uh, approach for yourself. Okay. Um, cause health, you know, I used to look at health as just, uh, oh yeah, it's just a physical thing and what I eat and my diet. And, you know, from a holistic perspective, health is everything that I do. It's not just the food, uh, at the core of, of, of health. And this is just where I'm at in my journey. It's, uh, it's about listening. It's really about listening to what my body needs, um, and not be so stuck on one dogma or one way of being and eating because I've done that for a very long time. Um, the core of, of how I live and, and what feels good to me and my body is always simple. Simple is best for me. Um, I do gravitate more towards raw living foods and doing the cleanses periodically. And that's what I teach and that's how I live. And at the same time, um, being open to what my body really needs in any given moment. So if I need to change the way I eat or add things that maybe I wouldn't consider, uh, adding to my diet, um, I'm just open to that now. And that to me is health, not just being stuck on one way of, of being or eating, but to just be attuned with, with my body. Um, so that's another thing that I really emphasize during those 40 days. And the whole process is not to bring somebody to just like, okay, just eat 100% raw for the rest of your life. That's really not the pro the, the, the goal is to, to really cleanse the physical and the mental vehicle so a person can be in touch with what does my body really need? Am I really hungry? Why am I hungry? When am I hungry? And just all those little fine-tuning that we need to do in order to really give ourselves what we need in any given moment. So that has been a huge um, shift for me just in the last couple of years of, of opening myself up to making the changes that I need to make and honoring my body by giving it what it needs. Um, so that's on the, on the physical level and moving my body pretty much every day. And that's another thing that I've learned to listen, like what kind of movement does my body want today? Does it want vigorous? Does it want just a mellow walk, um, yoga, what type of yoga, and just make it fun and interesting for, for the body that it's not just one thing over and over again. And sometimes I will go through a period of, of just one practice because it just feels good and that's what my body needs. Um, so it really changes constantly and to be able to embrace those changes and to listen. And then um, loving myself all the time and especially when um especially when it's the hardest time to love myself when when we go through the challenges when we go through some heavy emotions sometimes um those are the times where 
it's the hardest for us to love ourselves and embrace ourselves. So that's something that I'm really, really practicing diligently mm-hmm. uh, and learning how to do that, to hold myself in love, um, no matter what the experience is like in any given moment. Mm, that's really amazing. So um, this has been such a great conversation and really, really great to touch on touch on the subject of astrology in particular to open that up for this particular podcast and this audience. And what is something that you would really love to share with everybody listening as some concluding thoughts for everybody's journey? Some people might be listening to this in the start of the day, um, whatever it may be. Hmm. Wow. Such a great question. Whoever is listening to this right now, and this is for you too, Ronnie, and for myself, to always remember how incredible we are and that we are really so divine, so divine in everything, everything that makes you you is not less than divine. The ups and the downs, all the emotions, the, the range of emotions that we, we can go through as a human being, all is accepted, all is welcome, and all is a gift at the end of the day. And to keep our hearts open, and that's what it means to have my heart open, is to really be able to receive all of it, the pain as much as the joy, the sadness as much as the happiness, and um, trust, trust life, whatever you want to call it, God, source, spirit, trust life, because at the end of the day is trusting yourself and know that your unique quality, your unique soul's essence, it really is a gift and it doesn't just look a certain way. So don't let anybody else tell you what is right for you and what is wrong for you but to listen to your own inner truth and let let that be your guiding light and to embrace yourself through the journey no matter what and that's the unconditional love that we um we are all learning to give ourselves and by doing that we are able to give that to other people and that's how collectively we are creating a reality that is based on unconditional love, unconditional acceptance and acknowledging and honoring the beauty in each and every one of us. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, we use the word namaste. You hear that a lot and it means my divinity in you acknowledges and sees and honors the divinity in you. And um, that's that's my biggest inspiration in life. Mm. That's beautiful. Thank you. Mm. Where can everybody find out more about your work and possibly get in contact with you? Yeah, so my website has all the information, noalakshmi.com. 
Um, my readings are there and you can book my readings and uh, the 40 Days to Self Mastery program. It's a work that I do one-on-one and I also offer different packages of three months mentorship and six months mentorship that is all based on the individual needs of the person that I work with. Uh, and the 40 Days of Self Mastery in October, I'm doing a group program for the first time, um, taking a group through that process together. And there's more things coming, uh, but for now, it's noalakshmi.com. You can find me there. And also YouTube, I post my weekly video. It's an astrology video, uh, but it basically just talks about life and whatever is going on. And a lot of people find it very helpful to just navigate through their own ups and downs and whatever is going on. Mm, wonderful. Yeah. Noah, thank you so much for being a guest on this show and having this conversation with me. My pleasure. It's been awesome, Ronnie. Thank you for doing this. And thank you for just opening the portal for so many different people and different modalities. It's so needed right now. And whoever is listening, whoever the people that uh, attract you and this into their lives, it's, uh, it's a work of service. And thank you so much for doing that. Absolutely. My pleasure. And for all of you out there who are listening, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the official Ronnie Landis show with our special guest Noah Lakshmi and just a really incredible conversation. And definitely check out her information. The links are in the show notes uh, below in the iTunes or the the podcast app that you're you're most likely listening to this uh this episode on so yeah thank you guys so much for continuing to support my work and all the guests that we have on the show that we can facilitate such great conversations for the benefit of all of you out there and for myself because I really get so much out of these conversations so it's a privilege it's an honor and we will catch you guys on the next episode